Hello, good morning, good night, and good evening to the loyal listener of The Adult Pill. Today's episode, if you can believe it, is the fifth episode, which we're going to talk about. I know, right? It's fifth episode, man. I could barely do four. Uh, it's about hustle culture, and I think this is such a on-point topic because we're recording this just as I got back from work, <laughs> literally. Just go back from and work. And can you tell the time that we are recording it right now? <laughs> well, I mean, it's 10 p.m. here in Japan. It's, so nine it's 9 p.m. Over here. And you just yeah. got back from work. Hey man, like, things has been brutal these past few weeks. Yeah, so as usual, I am your host, Isaac, and my co-host is Sylvia. And as you can tell from that lovely voice, we have a guest. I mean, I like having Ooh. guests. It's always fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, she's a content editor at a digital marketing agency. She's a prolific writer, published author, in fact, as much as she likes to deny it, but you are an pu- a published author. She, she run interactive novel on Insta stories. And, and we all know this as Chloe. Chloe, how are you? Hi. Uh, wow. Okay. So, no, not published author. Uh, I have a few poems out. Like, yeah, but but not author. And she's those a published are not, author. No, and yeah. those are not interactive novels. They're just comics on Instagram that, like, yeah. Nah, yeah, it's an interactive novel. Yeah, it is an interactive <laughs> comic. Yeah, interactive comic. Thank you guys for having me. I'm really excited. And where can you find? Uh, where can we find you, Chloe, on Instagram? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at what is my username? Chloe, Chloe Double Y <laughs> Whore Seven. Yes, Chloe Double Y. Yes, Chloe Double Y H O R Seven. There we go. <laughs> How have you been, Chloe? Anything Ooh. new recently? Yeah. Um. So recently, I uh quit. Uh, the job that I used to have in Ipoh and I moved here to Shalam and I started a new job recently just uh, in June 1st of June yeah that's so, actually really recent wow yeah it just I, it just happened recently I thought you quit like ages ago it it's feels like ages ago yeah it, it really but, does feel like ages wow. ago you like see, June that's why that's really that, that's why when Sylvia asked me like who should we get on for hustle culture, I'm like, yo, I know the girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I heard some like tidbits from Isaac about your horror stories, and I was just like, why is she still working there? Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna name names, but I did have <laughs> quite a bad experience uh, in my previous uh, workplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm. So. Employers, don't be a dick. <laughs> don't abuse the people Solid who... Solid advice. Yeah, to, to the people who actually upheld your company. You know, like once the people know the gig is up, you're down. You're going down, bro. I think like yeah. one thing I realized though, like a lot of uh, corporations, they can survive without you. They can replace you really easily. That's what I was talking yep. about, like in a previous episode when I was talking about um how all these companies really don't really care that much about you because they can just replace you like that easily. Exactly. Yeah. 
Agreed, yep. I recently saw, like, uh, this post on social media somewhere about how, like, your salary is actually how much it would cost to replace you. That's what I said the oh last time we, we had our podcast as well. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. We're spitting facts, Isaac. Like Yeah, it's yeah, actually common so, knowledge. So the tip is is that make yourself indispensable. Yeah. But one thing we mention is um if companies see you that way that you're easily replaceable, you should also start seeing companies as easily replaceable as well. Right. That yeah, true. that makes sense. Yeah. That's a lot like a positive way to like not be trapped in a toxic work environment yeah i think things have uh, definitely changed now they like they've taken a turn from last time when people were afraid to leave their jobs and uh they were yeah, loyal sure. yeah just because that, sure, like sure. the company like employed them but now i think our millennial culture at least we're getting more um more daring and more willing to leave places that are not healthy for us exactly. yeah and i think also freelancing is becoming like a like an like an actual thing that one can do. Like I've seen so many, like for example, like I went to this online webinar, right? It's about um, how to do copywriting. And apparently like there's so many people who just freelancing copywriting thing and they're like breaking in like six digit numbers of, yeah. of amount yeah. of money per month. I was like, what? You can, you can do that without having like being underneath someone. Exactly, yeah. and like you can work your on your own schedule, your own time. You're your own boss. <laughs> I mean, just look at YouTubers; like they're just doing their own thing, and they're earning like what millions of dollars a year. Exactly. Or Twitch streamers. I mean, you mm-hmm. you can make you can make thousands of dollars just hanging out in a pool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so much more new ways to earn money. So I guess that's why we're also becoming more daring. Yeah, that makes Where sense. Where did yeah. we go wrong? <laughs> so before we go deeper into this topic, um, let's talk about what cu- hustle culture is. Yeah, so like, I think hus- hustle culture is like this, uh, this culture that we've, I mean, it, it's been developed like fairly recently, right? And it kind of uh, places a lot of emphasis on just making money, um, you know, Let's get that bread, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah, grind. Do it for grind, the grind. Yeah, do it for the grind. It's just like making as much money as you can and making sure that you monetize like everything you do, including your hobbies, if mm-hmm. possible. Yeah, and like working until like you don't have enough sleep or you don't you don't eat enough or you don't take care of your body, and that's supposedly like the peak of hustle culture. That's a great thing Basically, in those people's like minds. This- yeah. Yeah, there's so there's so many synonyms for this. Like apparently, according to Google, like it's also known as burnout culture, workaholism, yes. toxic, toxic productivity. productivity. Yes. Yeah. So like for me, I think hustle culture. The reason why hustle culture has gone into prominence is because of social media. You know how people like to put their best flex. feet forward in yes. you know, flex, basically. You know, like so like oh I haven't I have worked for three days and I haven't slept one wink. And I made fifteen dollars. <laughs> Someone's gonna. Up you sound like an old like, man. You <laughs> only <laughs> didn't sleep for one week. I didn't sleep for two weeks, and I made eighteen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I almost you fell didn't... asleep while I was driving. <laughs> but hey, I made twenty dollars. <laughs> yep, I, th- I think uh, what you said is true, Isaac. Like social media. 
um, gives us this like ability to compare like what we have done, our our achievements and accomplishments against other people's, and I think it causes a sense of peer pressure there as well. Yeah, it gets you on that formal vibe. You know, like how sometimes, like especially when you're a young adult, after you got out of your university, you already graduated, right? And you kind of lost in life as you do. Like mm-hmm. and then you feel like yeah. your friends are like that. Could you? Your friends are already moving on in life. You feel like I'm falling behind, and they like posting stuff that they do. Like you feel like you the FOMO is there. Yeah. Like, oh man, yeah. what am I? What am I not not what pushing I, here? D- yeah. So what do you think it looks like though? Has I think culture. We, yeah, we yeah. covered some of it earlier about like uh, the working until you're not properly rested. You work until you don't have. Uh, a good diet or an exercise routine like there's no balance it's just focus on work yeah like like total utter dedication it's yeah it's it's almost similar to like like the time we talked in previous episodes Sylvia is the about mm-hmm. Japan work culture yeah it's, it's kind of like it, it has arrived in the western world <laughs> it seems mm. like it yeah <laughs> that's very common in Japan this kind of culture yeah it is um the fact that for a hustle culture for most most of the young people in the west is by choice right yeah. but in japan is more it's more like you are forced to be in this hustle culture you have to work longer or else like you're seen as lazy or not an efficient worker they consider efficiency or like you're considered a hard worker based on the amount of time you spend at work not the quality of work so for example if a task maybe takes a really like really well qualified person maybe 15 minutes but um if you drag it on for like three five hours the person who dragged it on for three to five hours is seen as more hardworking because they're spending more time working on it than the person who like just spent 15 minutes on it this is how they see like working here it's the amount of time spent at work not so much the quality I mean, so you could like be dragging out, yeah. You could be dragging out a, uh, the the same task for like days, and yeah, even yeah, though, yeah. Wow, that is, and it's it's kind of crazy because I've talked to some other international students as well as international people living here, and they mm-hmm. say working here is so, un like it's it's like hell because it feels like just a minor little problem takes days and days to be resolved because of this kind of like culture, working wow. culture. Uh, you yeah. see Japan, and that's why you guys are falling behind in economy. Look, look at this tiny little true. podcast. Solving economic problems now. How far have we moved on in five episodes, Not people? 10 minutes in, yeah. <laughs> Actually, one of my friends told me that... Um, uh, he, the, so my friend's Japanese, right? And he has this Japanese friend who grew up in the West. So when he came back to Japan and he started working, he would leave at the dot at like 7 p.m., like the finishing time. And like obviously it's looked down upon and like he like people talk bad about him behind his back, but he has thick skin and he doesn't care. But he, they're like, Oh, like, yeah, that that goes that guy, you know, leaving at seven o'clock, like while right. the rest of us here is working, yeah. like stuff like that. So what? it's really crazy <laughs> and I feel like that's so toxic. <laughs> I think actually a lot of companies like have this mindset, I think, like a lot of them, even here, like some of them do have that mindset where like if you leave on the dot, it means like, oh, you were raring to leave and you weren't here, like your heart wasn't here the entire time. Even even though you like really focused throughout your entire uh, shift, 
if you mm-hmm. get up and leave at the dot, like on the dot, it makes it seem like you weren't really committed. I feel like a lot of uh, corporations nowadays they still do adopt that, whether up whether they are aware of it or not. I feel like that's absolutely crazy because obviously I want to go home and like I've already exactly. spent such a long like long I got hours shit to do, sitting man. here. You yeah, are paid man. for those hours, right? Like, exactly. I gotta shop oh for groceries. God. You know, I need to buy another pair of socks because I lost one. You know, like you know, <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna do that for me? You won't. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, and all those where... people like yeah, expecting expecting you to do all those things are the big bosses doing those things too? Because I don't see them staying no, at work for that long. No, absolutely not. <laughs> nah, they 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 be having like three hours lunches. Exactly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they disappearing in the middle of the workday. Yeah, I, I I have to go somewhere. You know, I I have a busy meeting. See you guys later. Very urgent, and then. Like doesn't come scene. back, and then, and then you see, yeah, you see that they're like eating some like Japanese food or something, <laughs> really high end stuff, and they never come back to work. <laughs> I have, I have right. to meet some clients. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so let's look at the dark side of um, hustle culture. Chloe, do you have your two cents on like how detrimental hustle culture is? Yes. Yeah, I think um, primarily one of the worst parts of hustle culture is the effect that it can have on your physical health because mm-hmm. a lot of the time people are sacrificing their sleep, people are skipping meals and they are just doing the work even though it's really physically and emotionally ta- taxing. So I feel like over the long term, it can really affect your health physically and mentally. And then um, this kind of thing is insidious. I feel like in the beginning, even though you might have a lot of motivation, um, it can bottom out or it can just slowly disappear without you realizing it. And then you feel all the burnout at once. Mm, I feel like I can't really like talk about this because I've, I've never actually experienced overworking wow. myself because i that always leave amazing. on time that is great <laughs> i am so happy for you how do you do that <laughs> but at the same time i feel like my work hours seem long because of my traveling time as well yeah, but honestly like yeah. i don't really have like a that heavy of a workload to the point where i feel so overwhelmed and really tired right there was so this I, time yeah. like uh there was, there was this particular time in my life, uh, it was a couple of years ago, I, I feel like it was 2019, I can't mm-hmm. absolutely be sure. 2019 um, is just two years ago. Oh what my god, oh my, it, felt, it feels so long ago, wait, a couple is two years, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so back in 2019, um, I went a bit crazy, uh, I worked like a 90 hour week at one point, I think it was... Oh. Yeah, it was about 90 hours, but it, was, it wasn't like for, it was just for one week and a week and a half. I think it was a week and a half. It was like 10, 11 days because uh, I had, okay, so let me just describe to you basically what it was like. I had a job, a waitressing job at a restaurant and uh, those hours were 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Then after that, uh, between 4 to 5, I had a break and then I went to my next job which was uh i was temporarily working as a cashier in uh you know big bad wolf they had one of those like sales yeah so i was working as a cashier um and the shift was 5 p.m until 12 a.m girl 
Yeah. So <laughs> and, and and that place, the the workplace, was like thirty minutes away from my house, or thirty to forty minutes away from my house, I think. So after the, after twelve, we would have to count our money and everything. And by the time we were done, it's like twelve forty five maybe. And then by the time I got home, it was like one plus one something. And I would have and to shower, yeah, and get ready. And then I had to wake up by like seven for for the morning job. Oh my god! No. And I also boy. had. Yeah, and I also had like a freelance editing job that I did remotely during this time as well. So before I slept, if I had some time, or like during my break time at the restaurant, I would be doing that on my phone. So that after after I calculated like the amount of time that I devoted to work during those ten eleven days, oh my god, it was like ninety hour work week. It was like a ninety hour work week. It was insane, and I was very exhausted. It was a lot. I I yeah. can't imagine like doing that. Wow. Yeah, because it to me it was like I I wanted uh to do this big bad wolf thing. It was it was it was on my bucket list and I was never free enough before and I I just saw that I could fit it into the schedule like theoretically oh hypothetically I could fit it in and then I felt challenged to do it to like actually fit it in. Yeah, so I mean I I definitely fall prey to this uh hustle culture thing and it took me a really long time to try to get out of it and even now i'm working 60 hour work weeks kind of or what yeah around even yeah now? it's like regularly but like it's not it's not asked of by this corporation like this company that i'm working for now it like it doesn't condone that kind of uh overworking culture or anything it's just i sometimes feel like i should put in some extra time it's hard to it's hard to explain because like i feel like i have a lot of work and uh, if I can get on top of it, then I can do more work. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy because I feel like I'm the polar opposite of you. Like, um, in Japan, I mentioned before, it's a nine-hour workday. So, mm-hmm. seven, eight hours work, one hour rest. And in mm-hmm. Malaysia, it's usually like eight-hour workday. So, I'm yeah. working 45 hours a week and I'm already like, oh, I hate this. I wish it was like 40 hours instead. <laughs> right, yeah. It's it's supposed to be forty hours, right? Like the typical work week. Yeah, yeah. But in Japan right. the typical work week is forty five. And I can't ever imagine myself like wanting to work. I, I oh, wow, I feel like we're so polar opposites. Because like, like I I've never like dreamed about labor. Like I, I like teaching, but like if you gave me a million dollars or I, I never have to ever worry about money ever again. I'm not gonna teach. Like, I remember, I'm yeah, gonna... you said that in a previous episode, and I was like, yeah, yeah girl. <laughs> but, like, I feel like if you receive a billion dollars, I feel like you would still want to work. That's the vibe yeah. I'm getting from you. Yeah, I think that's true. I would. Um, but I would probably do it in a different way. Like, maybe maybe not so, uh, I don't know, maybe I would try to go in a more creative route in a way that I couldn't before. But if uh, you're e- like, even if you're going the creative route, say for example, like making YouTube videos and stuff like that, do you yeah. think you would find yourself like working ninety hours as well on your no. projects? No, that that ninety hours was definitely I I hope a one time. Oh, well, thing. not ninety hours, like, maybe like like fifty hours or what yeah. you mentioned, eighty hours. What? Sixty <laughs> hours? Sixty about, hours? About sixty, yeah. Yeah, would you work 60 hours a week on, on your, like, channel or, like, anything creative or whatever? I think it, I find it very easy to get enveloped in work, especially, like, uh, if it's something creative. 
like editing a video. I think Isaac, you know, right? Editing a video takes a long time. Yeah, and, for me, yeah. the problem with editing video is always getting started. But once once you get it going, like it's easy for you to get lost into it. Yeah, the yeah. time just flies by. So I think it is highly possible to uh to actually get uh enveloped in a creative uh process and also unknowingly give that amount amount of time. I guess for me personally, I'm just like kind of shook. <laughs> oh, you're still you're still I'm processing still, that. I'm still processing. It. I know, yeah. <laughs> I, I I sacrificed a lot of sleep, lah. So that that's not something I'm proud of. Like I I try not to be proud of it because I know that it's really damaging and like my health is definitely like suffered over over these two years. I I think we've just graduated for two years over, you know, since yeah. uni, and I've thrown in so much. Uh, like effort and hours that it, it kind of scares me to be honest but I'm not I'm, very I'm good I'm kind of scared idle. for you too yeah no Sylvia the thing is I'm really bad at being <laughs> idle like if I don't do anything I feel like I'm not like I feel like I'm a waste of space like oh, I really no. do yeah so that, no, that's no, part that's... of the dark side yeah. I wanted to talk about like I feel like a lot of my uh, drive also comes from the fact that I don't really consider the fact that I, I i don't really consider myself to have a really high sense of self-worth without yeah. your work you mean yes so even oh, no. though yeah even on the weekends when i feel like i should be relaxing and resting or i could be ill i could be like asleep um i could be like not feeling well and stuff and i will still tell chat my boyfriend i will still tell him like oh my god i didn't do anything useful today i didn't do this i didn't do that yeah, I wish I can donate you some of my laziness because I, <laughs> I I love lazing around and doing nothing and going on my phone and watching like YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a master too when it comes to like not achieving any anything productive in life. But that that's the thing about hustle culture. They kind of forces you like you know you know when when the pandemic first rolled around, right? The first season yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah, where where like there's there's just so many saying on Twitter like if you don't come out of this pandemic with no new skill, no nothing, you you wasted your time. It's not like you don't have time. You 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 just lazy, you know. Hmm. Okay. I feel like that hmm. statement is a bit. I don't know because the pandemic like affects everybody in different ways, especially those who have like pay cuts and they really don't have enough time to be learning new skills because they're busy trying to survive i think it's it doesn't speak for them the, the same the same way yeah exactly if someone's like struggling to even like get food on the table exactly. why would i learn a new fucking skill like exactly huh? like people are trying to survive and you and you like good for you lah the fact you had the privilege to be able to pursue things that you wanted to do but some some of us just don't have that the luxury madam ma'am do sir do you think do you guys think that the pandemic is enforcing that hustle culture or do you think it's like forcing it to take like taking it down a notch? Like do you think it's something that pushes you to be more hustle culture orientated or like does it do the opposite? I'm not too sure whether it 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 forces people to be more hustly or not, but I mean Oh, this is a bit difficult to like. It depends on the person, I think. Because what about some people, you? Yeah. For me, 
I think I'm a bit more slightly a bit more hustly, I guess, because mm-hmm. because you know trying to put out content, do stuff, do productive things and such. I think it's because I think luckily for me, because of the pandemic, I had slightly more free time than I usually have than right. than when it's non-pandemic. So I guess probably yes, slightly. Okay. How about you, Sophia? I f- I feel like it's really hard for me to comment because my my experience with the pandemic is totally different from you guys's. Right. Because I feel like aside from just needing to wear masks and like so like kind of social distancing and not having like any other events, major events going on, like Japan, it kind of just feels normal. Like I'm still going out every day. I'm I'm not locked up in my house for like ages. So I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't really think <laughs> I can comment on that because I haven't actually like experienced it in a way where I'm so trapped in my house and I have nothing to do. Because like, right. if I want to go out to the mall, like I can just go. <laughs> wow, yeah, malls! Like, I thought, so do you nice. remember what malls are like? <laughs> that that was a thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we hit a new record. We hit a new record today with 17,000 cases over here. Oh, yeah, I saw. It's getting really bad there. Yep. Honestly, like, I don't really know the numbers here because every time I try to Google, there, there's nothing coming up, like, numbers-wise. Maybe for yeah. maybe on Japanese websites, but not, like, English websites, so I don't really know. But, I mean, they're having the Olympics, so I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it, is it, wait, isn't there, like, huge protests of the the olympics because because the cases has been so high oh i've not been keeping up a lot of my japanese people a lot of the people i know who are japanese they're just like oh the government's so stupid for like putting on this olympics like nobody's going blah 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 but i I saw the news about it and it seems like there were a lot of people like just gathering around yeah i mean i hope they're all vaccinated I mean, I just uh, got my first dose yesterday, so yeah. Oh yeah! Congratulations! Thank you. I'm I'm really happy to. Wait, I think um, like I I want to say something about the Olympic a bit. I think I understand why some people, like some people, would like to push that run the damn Olympics, is because they already spent too much. Mm. Uh yeah. That's what I was thinking too. And then I remember hearing about some news about some people complaining that why isn't anyone buying tickets for like to watch the Olympics? I'm just like, obviously, there's a fucking pandemic. And I was like the saying like, maybe they're just trying to get their wallets fat again because right. they already lost so much money. Yeah. But I don't understand why can't they just put it on pause? Like, it's not like it's not anyone's super urgent. Pres- yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I guess if like, you think about like those athletes who like you know they train their whole lives for it and like their prime years of youth or whatever like they are I mean all high, of our then... all of our youth are being I know like, I know but we're not training for the Olympics like the people at the Olympics like they have like this certain window where they're supposed to be like eligible to enter so maybe like for them they really uh, want it yeah but I feel like they should make a special case since like people are the whole world is dying like yep agreed definitely <laughs> look at our country like, <laughs> you don't have I, to like prioritize sports over like the whole world actually dying or I going guess. into space but then, but then the reason why they have to keep going is because probably it's the people who paid for the buildings and all want their money back money 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 
Yeah, it's all about money. Oh man, like I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like the world is much more egregious with money nowadays. I mean, only yeah. recently we only saw like what billionaires going to space for lolies. Exactly. Oh my god, for like five minutes and then he's back down. <laughs> no, ten minutes actually. Ten yeah, minutes. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow, all of that for what two billion? Like, okay, here's another dark side about hustle culture. You know, you said Sylvia that you you don't like you like you like teaching, but not you also don't really like work. Why don't you just have a YouTube channel which you teach stuff? But the thing is, I need <laughs> to be like big in order to earn some money out of like yeah. it, right? Yeah. No, like, you just need a thousand subscribers, one thousand hours watch. And... Yeah, but I yeah. But how much do you need to work in order to get that thousand like watch time? Yeah, you I have mean, to put a lot of work in, definitely. Yeah, yeah I mean... Because I, I don't mean, have I, a fan base. Like, if I have a fan base... Like, you do have I'm, a fan base. No, but, like, if I have a big fan base, then right. it would be easy for me to earn money out of anything. Because like, I, I, then... I, I don't have a fan base, so... But, I mean, like, you gotta start somewhere. But I think, yeah. I think like I said, like, I like that uh, idea of, like, like monetizing truly... Uh, uh, thoroughly from youtube but like i think getting to that point you would need to have like a certain capital first so that I mean, you can yeah. survive without a day job you have to be really <laughs> consistent with your uploading schedule and on top of that you need a bit of luck yeah oh. definitely like, luck yeah pray, pray to the luck. algorithm gods <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like some people they grind every day and they still aren't racking up those views like y- y- luck needs to be on your side yeah, yeah. I think based on like a lot of YouTubers that I watch that who talk about their success, most of the time on average, ten years for them oh, to see to see like the the blow up phase. And, they and through those up. through those years, you have to like consistently keep putting yes. out things, right? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Unless imagine. you get super lucky and like blow up really big, then yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna take a long time. Yeah, but then sometimes it's a bit also problematic if you blow up too fast. Because you be forget uh, the you be forgotten just as fast. Yeah, uh, it'll just be a trend for maybe like two weeks, and then you'll die down. Yeah, right. so that's why you need to adapt. You know, like like YouTubers like PewDiePie, like PewDiePie just lasts forever. The man just don't go down. Because he has a really strong fan base. Like for example, I watch a lot of like YouTube drama, and there's this one YouTuber named Gabby Hanna, and she's oh currently God. on blast. Like I, I f- I'm not even a fan of her, but I know all of her dramas, and like she's currently on blast. But like that that lady still gets views because she has a fan base for some reason, and that fan base is very like loyal to her. So even though she's putting out really shitty stuff and like toxic content. People are still watching her and like supporting her because she already has that fan base. Oh wow, it just went quiet real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I heard about Gabby Hanna. Like the thing, the thing that got me onto her is because she's she's bitching and moaning about like like YouTube not not like she's not as popular as she used to be. Oh, is, is she's what, not cool. as popular as she used to be because she keeps starting drama with so many other YouTubers and she's yeah. just really toxic. But and I mean, yeah, she's still. That. Yeah, and there's still people supporting her. Wow. The young, like, fans, I guess, impressionable. <laughs> and I feel like um, relating this to, like, burnout culture, mm-hmm. I feel like some people might 
try to monetize their hobby too much that it becomes kind of overwhelming and, and they don't I feel enjoy like a lot it of, anymore yeah and i feel like some youtubers it's to the point where they stop enjoying making videos when yeah, definitely. at first it's like a like a hobby that they really enjoy and then like the more pressure and the more responsibilities and like more people watching them they just kind of disappear uh one example i can think of is best dress like oh i, I love her oh my god yeah ashley ashley best yeah yeah oh god, i love her so much she oh my god she, I, I used I to know. follow her before she blew up really big like right it was yeah. before one million views and like her content was really nice and then all of a sudden she just got really really big and now she hasn't even posted like one video and it's in been a few a months year. oh it's, it's been, been a year, a year. Wow. yeah she hasn't posted anything and it's been a year and yeah. i feel like I, I don't know ashley personally but like maybe there's something wrong with like hustle culture and stuff like that yeah i liked her and because she constantly. was really down to earth yeah and her content's really nice and yeah she's content's funny. really good Mm-hmm. you can yeah. see the amount of work she like puts into it and she was so yeah. passionate about filming like videos and videology and stuff like that yeah that's true yeah that that's the thing that tend to stop me from actually be like a full-fledged youtuber is because i'm afraid if i if i go into this like it'll just ruin my love for it but you won't like, enjoy it hobby. anymore yeah mm-hmm. you know like like for example like i could make youtube about talking about watches or cameras or photography like i'm just scared that it might ruin it you know, and then like, I just decided, yeah, it's not for me anymore. But it's really nice to be like fucking rich, you know? <laughs> that, that is true, yeah. Yeah, that brings me to like a question I have. Do you guys think that like everything that motivates people behind hustle culture is always money? Or do you think that there is like another motivation, like an internal one or an external one? I feel I like it's... for you, Chloe. If I'm talking for you, I feel like oh, okay. you're de- you definitely have an internal motivation. Mm-hmm. the The fact that you feel kind of like worthless without working, in a sense, like gives you that <laughs> yeah. satisfaction. You know that you you are quote unquote worth something when actually like you Productive. know you're definitely you're definitely worth more than like your job like you're caring you're funny you're so sweet oh, and like you have so many <laughs> yeah. people that love you i mean look at chad so like don't think that you're worthless if without your job because you're definitely worth a lot more than you think and a lot of people can agree yeah things but like yeah it, it's it's difficult to actually wrap your head around it i think if you're like really yeah if, if you've been working as long and hard as i have been like as intense as i have been yeah but yeah i thought what do you me, think oh sorry okay, yeah. is that go <laughs> here's the thing though i think it's always propelled by i think okay like if i were to talk about in terms of like social media i think it's always recognition external it's, yeah, yeah external. Validation, it's, for, it's right. for people to say like oh my god you work so hard and you get to show it off you know like your lamborghini your ferrari like your expensive rolexes like yeah. i think that's why also why people tend to just like work themselves to the bone just so can they 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 define their worth by the material wealth that they have mm. right yeah yeah but then for me personally i feel like i mean back then i used to to also equate myself to the amount of money uh, of an object I can purchase. Now, I feel like the real wealth 
is the freedom, your time, the the amount of free time you have on you. That's that's how oh, you know. We how. Oh, that's interesting. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because if you have a lot of money, basically you have a lot of free time to do whatever you want. Because yeah. like, if you don't have money, then obviously you need to spend your time to work to get that money. Right. Yeah, I kind of agree with Isaac, but I feel like for me. I personally like material things, but not because I want to flex. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm not, I'm not into that. Just to, I guess, I don't know. It's just, um, like you tend, what do you call it? Like you post it because you want to share it, not because you want to flex. But they're like, mm. you know, as usual, people tend to like think differently than what you intended. People mm. just assume you're flexing. Yeah. You mean? Mm. Yeah. But then again, the, most of the time, that's that's reflection of their personality, as opposed to yours. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I feel like, uh, for working, like to hustle, I guess it's just for money. Like, cause, I mean, I also really enjoy teaching, and I it gives me like the satisfaction to see my students like get better and stuff like that. But at the end of the day like do i really care that much yeah it's just a job i know like some of my friends like they're open for students to call them at any time of the day wow yeah so if a student like sends them questions on the weekends while they're hanging out with us like me and my friends they would like answer their questions and stuff like that and i'm just like no like i'm off work you don't talk to me about work (laughs) like yeah i actually i really respect that i think that that Mm -hmm. uh, takes a a kind of discipline that i've still been struggling to reach to to achieve i think it's really it takes a lot of uh, self-control and discipline like even though even though um a part of you might want to help but you're just like really strict with yourself and just uh you tell yourself that you know what those aren't your hours anymore and you need to have time to do other things yeah i think i think it's good honestly Chloe, I feel like you're speaking too highly of me. Maybe it's just because, like, I don't care enough. Like, I'm sorry. I know, like, uh, your what your like the students' intentions are, and like, I would like yeah. to help them. But this is my time for myself, and like, exactly, I like that. I no, think it's good. I agree. Like, having time yeah. for yourself is 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 really good idea. Like, because like, when Maybe... when you don't have time for yourself, like. Like you just get angry for no reason. And you perform worse the next day as well. Yep. Mm. Right? Like, it affects your mood and everything. So, like, that time that you're supposed to have for yourself is actually really important. And it took me a long time to actually learn that. Damn. I I'm just kept just thinking that like... as much as I could give, I had to. You know, that, that, that was the feeling that I had. I just had to give as much as I had all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm just here, like, I guess I'm just really lazy or something. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, you think I... lazy. I think disciplined. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, it turns so out like... it was all about perspective, people. Yeah, Parents, yeah, please. Right. Your children is That's not lazy. Crazy. Yeah, they're like disciplined, you know? Like taking care of themselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so since we have all these problems regarding overworking and burning out, is there a way to overcome this toxic productivity? I think mm. setting boundaries is really important, like what Sylvia is doing. Um, yeah, but really the thing is, I'm not setting boundaries. I'm just being myself. That that's great. No, that means no, you, you got boundaries means... already pre-installed. Okay, some people don't have that. 
Uh, it means you you are by inherently better at setting boundaries than most people. Yeah, exactly. Maybe just for work, I'm, I don't think I'm that good at setting boundaries with other people. Just for me, like Sylvia, if I was in your situation and I received like a text mm-hmm. from a student that really like that that was I don't know, a student's asking me something, even if it's something really simple that they should already know. Like mm-hmm. I see that notification on my phone and I can't archive it or turn it off. I have to answer it. No. Like, yeah, it makes me, me anxious to not answer it because I think like, oh my god, what if they're really depending on me and I'm like abandoning them in this hour of need and stuff like that. Like, first of all, I would never give my student my personal number. Second of all, nice. I would never put like my professional work email if they provide you one on my phone. Like, I'll just put it on my laptop so I won't be able to see it at all until I get back to work. That is amazing. Wow. That is setting boundaries, guys. Listen, yeah. yes. Working, working top tips here. Yeah, pro tip from Sylvia. <laughs> okay, like okay, like it's it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy to like I I don't I don't want to belittle like your effort, Sylvia, but it's pretty easy to set like for me like it's pretty easy to set boundaries when you're when you're not living with your boss. Because mm. uh... you know, it's like work for my mom. Yeah. Right, so like, basically, right. like every time we had, I have dinner, we had dinner or lunch, whatever. There's always work. There's always work stuff to talk about. So you guys mm-hmm. talk about work at the dinner table as well. A bit here and there, you know. Most most of the time, it's just the predicament of the current business, um, uh, current business. How business is so bad nowadays because of the, of the Pandemic. magic situation that's been happening here. Hmm. Mm. I feel like if I were talking about work outside of working hours, it's just me ranting about stuff. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. boy, I would love to. <laughs> mm, I feel like to overcome toxic productivity, I don't even know because I I I I feel like I haven't like experienced hustle culture. Or I I can't really like wrap my head around it. I guess because like. Mm, I guess I understand what, like where Chloe's coming from because of like her feelings of um, self worth and stuff like that. Right. But, like I can't really imagine like wanting to work so hard. Like what are you working towards for? Like yeah, the me, why? 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 Yeah, the why. Yeah. Right? Like for why? Me, why are you working? <laughs> I I've always been like um, how how do I explain? I feel like my entire life, I've always been like fighting for something or fighting for for something. I, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, yeah, like so prove, I, I did some yourself? thinking. Yeah, I, I did some thinking, and I feel like um, I like feeling uh, like you mentioned earlier, Isaac, about being indispensable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like being thought of as someone who is indispensable, and mm-hmm. I think when I work hard, um, that kind of comes to mind when I'm doing something that is really benefiting somebody else, like my team or my company or something like that. And I see. yeah, I like being devoted to a cause or a purpose. If it's something that I really believe in, I can work tirelessly for it. Also, another thing that I like to add is that prevention is better than treatment. Okay, people? Meaning, if you say you're going for an interview, it's not the company interviewing, interviewing you, it's as much as you interviewing them. Oh, so you yeah. should okay. find out whether there's an opportunity for work-life yeah. balance. Yeah, yeah. find mm-hmm. the red flags in, in during all those conversations. Yeah. You know? 
and also just don't give like if if you have the money and you know like you're able to try not to just take whatever opportunity that is that is given to you you should really consider to yourself like what opportunities you have to be able to grow professionally as well as like individually um before you take the the job offer you know don't don't just throw yourself at like <laughs> whatever that comes your <laughs> way and i'm definitely speaking from experience <laughs> i find that really difficult because for me like i never i never thought that i had much of a choice i i always had this thought like oh i am so lucky to be hired i shouldn't leave this place even if i feel so horrible here because i am lucky to have a job that kind of thing. I think, I think to counter that, you should have a clear picture on what you want to do in the yeah, future. Yeah, yeah. So that's like the big question you need to ask yourself. What, like, continuing your professional career path, where do you see yourself like going, and what do you want to be? Right. When I left my yeah. previous job, I actually didn't have anything lined up yet besides some freelance work. So mm-hmm. it was really scary for me because I I wasn't sure whether I could get another job as quickly or not, and a job that would take me to KL or like you know Shalom, like where I want to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, eventually I just I just had to bite the bullet. I just had to be like, you know what, this is not where I want to be for my entire life, and I've always yep. had plans to come to KL. So then I just applied and actually got the first job that I applied for. So, then that's great yeah. like that that is like a step to where you want to be so yeah technically you are working towards like where you envision yourself to be but like don't feel like you're gonna be trapped here once you feel like hey i'm doing my job pretty well like things start getting easy you can start you know upgrading look for a better pay look for a better job and you can improve yourself professionally as well yeah that would be like a long-term view thing but right yeah, now yeah. i'm like I'm fully satisfied just being here mm, right if now. If you're fully yeah. satisfied, like, don't even worry about it. It's, like, big question things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because apparently in there is a study that suggests, I forgot the study, there's no citation, it's based on what I read on the internet, okay? I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, apparently, people who move around jobs gets higher pay than people who stay in the, in the same job. Right, yeah. right. I hear people do that in in a mm. lot of companies, like those technical ones, like engineering and uh, those as well, like law. I think I'm not sure. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I, I've also like just read stuff on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what's crazy in Japanese working culture? If you're moving around companies, you're seen as a bad employee. Right. Right. You need to be loyal to your to one, one company, company, right? And I yeah. just think that is no, 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 no. <laughs> what? <laughs> But what is the reason that moving around uh, gets you higher pay, Isaac? Because you get to ask for higher pay. Because, for example, yeah, you if get you move to around, negotiate. Yeah, this yeah, is more likely for you to get. Yeah, yeah, it's more likely for you to get higher pay at the next job because you ask for it rather than get promoted at your current job. That's what you. Yeah, mean. and because mm-hmm. also of the experience you bring from like the company, especially if you work around, say, for example, you work in IT and you work in a lot of IT uh, competitors, whatever. So it means that with that knowledge that you have, you're definitely able to provide more value for the employer, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Like the company also needs to make themselves attractive to you. Exactly. For you to take yeah. the job, exactly. Yeah, that's a new, still a new concept for me. Like to 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 actually imagine that you know you are something that 
the company wants as well and they also need to work for it because back Baby then steps. I feel like yeah I feel like back then it was very much the other way around it was like you know you have to sell yourself you know you don't have a choice that kind of thing and now we're really becoming more woke in that sense mm-hmm. yeah I think it's also a good thing because like we're protecting our rights and exactly like yeah where what i feel like what matters in life is like the moments you spend with your loved ones and yep. the memories you create it with people you love like for me that is the most important thing in life but i don't know about other people so work is just like part of you know just getting money to for me to do stuff with my loved ones yeah work is to finance your hobby things that you want to do that's it i mean yeah. if yeah. your hobby happens to be a job good for you Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's it. <laughs> Is that we, we could keep going all day long? I was like, "Titi, the listener here." <laughs> oh well, there was something, isn't it? So um, you can find me at Silly Pie on Instagram, and you can find Isa at Isa Rule on Instagram, mm. and you can find our podcast on anywhere you listen to your podcast, as well on Instagram at Adult Pill. Our next episode is about magic money, where we talk about credit oh, yeah. cards and spending money you don't actually have in your bank Ooh. account. Wow, that sounds yes. interesting. So um. <laughs> Catch us next week, and we hope you have a good weekend. Chloe, where they can find you again, just in case? <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me on Chloe Double Y H O R Seven for uh on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she makes um really good comic stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Join, uh, yeah. Join us and and uh, yeah, be part of Stick with Greg. <laughs> yeah. So come in and just boost that number up, people. All right. Okay. So that's it for now. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.